0: Most of you have no foundation at all. Now the trouble's with your attitude. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. My... Hold on, that was a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw that,
1: that keyboard against the, against the wall.
0: <laughs> Shut up and sit down. West! show
1: i'm watching canadian tv and there's no like censorship they just tell you like at the beginning like just hey like, hey
0: in this hey in this
1: one we're gonna swear a little bit okay pretty much there's gonna be a titty maybe <laughs> just so you know maybe one <laughs> maybe wanna put the kid in the other room now for a titty oh
0: my god that's great <laughs> Even when cutting that together, I still spit all over my computer. It's so fucking funny. Man. It was, I
1: mean, Canadian TV, man, it, we're so pure, puritanical here in the U.S., oh. you know?
0: Gonna, <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. There's going to be a titty. It's like they show awesome a titty. Website,
1: yeah, they just tell you, you know, they just tell the parents, put your kid in the other room. Oh, my God. But oh, that's great. If you haven't guessed it, Critical Mass is here, mm. and we're not wearing any clothes. And speaking of not wearing any clothes, um, Ruben is back with us today.
2: That's a long applause. They, <laughs> like, they love me, they love me.
1: They do, you've been on many times and we love every time you're here. We love every time you're here. Um, Ruben is here with us today to talk about a lot of big things going on with him. One of the biggest things we're excited to talk about is to dig into The, uh, the Illusion Witch, uh, book two, um, which again was fantastic. Um, but let's, uh, let's talk about a couple of things that are going on right now. Um, off the cuff, Gavin Newsom is still going to be governor because that ridiculous recall election, um, the voting never went through.
0: I guess yes he there was a recall election in California for the governorship he won it was slapped down and um, you know we can all move on with our lives and put this behind us immediately um, that's the only state that I know excuse me the only state that I know of that's actually had a recall election I know that happened with um, Governor Schwarzenegger back in 03 and um, if off the top of your head, if you could name a state that you'd really love a governor to be
2: recalled, Ruben, what do you think? Oh, no, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I can think of one right off the top of my mm-hmm. head right now, which is my home state, Florida.
1: You know? <laughs> well, it seems like you really like DeSantis. And I don't know if you wanted to speak on
2: that. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, he's he's one of my favorite people uh, that I'd love to slap around. Um I mean, this is a guy who at the height of the pandemic, if you if you Google this this video, uh, at the height of the pandemic, he not only like went through like a crowd of people, he high fived everybody on the way. Mm -hmm. And then as he got to the stage, he rubbed his face like he like did the whole nose, you know, scratch thing with your palm. And then like he kind of, you know, did the Giuliani where he smeared it all over his face. You know, did he do that on purpose? You know, I. Sometimes I think, like, I, you know, that like it wasn't like
0: an obvious, like, haha, right. liberals, watch me touch my face. It was just like, I'm an idiot, and I'm not thinking.
2: Right. No, I think it's exactly that. Or it might be a little okay. bit of both. I mean, it's just okay. like the, that's the way they are, right? I mean, at this point, I've remember that, when Trump my, looked, my at, the, train of looked at the eclipse remember that he looked directly without right, the glasses at the right, right at it. it was like the first thing they teach you is like, like don't look at the eclipse and the first thing he does is go outside that's one of my favorite gifts oh my is God. of him walking outside and just looking straight up at it and like he wasn't even like he was like squinting like so that he could actually look at it You know, but they're not going to tell me not to look at it. Right. Exactly. Like, exactly. exactly. There's so many times during his presidency that I was just like hoping this sounds so bad, hoping for the worst. Like, really, like at that moment, I was just like, look at this moron staring at the eclipse. Can his eyeballs burst on fire, please? Can we watch that happen? You know, that would be
1: that would be great. That would be great. One thing I can't stand, though. And and Dan, you're in the same group chat I'm in that I'm going to discuss is when people make jokes about Biden, but they're yeah. like projections of Trump. Like, look at this 70 year old uh, upper 70 year old senile man running the country like <laughs> they're talking about Biden. And you're just <laughs> yeah. like, dude, are you are you serious? Like, really? And, you know, they're like a crazy Trumper. Like, it's just it's yeah. weird to me. Like. Why are you projecting like that? Yeah, so his
0: so his age is the problem. Okay. Oh yeah. That's Let right. me tell you something. I take a three hundred year old, fucking decrepit, wheelchair bound, like in hospice care. This motherfucker could be in hospice care. I don't care as long as it wasn't Trump. I mean, a yeah. toaster, a toaster would have done about a <laughs> good. Did. Off with the age bullshit, dude. And and Biden's only slightly older than Trump, anyways. They just they
2: see him as like that. You've seen that meme where he's like he's got Rocky's body, you know? Oh my god! And it's, oh like god. And it's yeah, yeah. Rocky's body, like that's how they see him.
0: But yeah. the reality
2: right. is, is that like you know to borrow a line from Rocket Raccoon, he looks like melted ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Like he's <laughs> yes. He's gross. He's, he's, he's the definition of gross. Like yeah. I, I, I'm glad that we don't have to talk about him as much as we did yes. when, when, when he was oh, in yeah. office. But I mean, I mean, just even the stuff that he's doing right now, I mean, it's just, it, it's, and it's hilarious to me. Like he goes out there and says, Hey, I got the vaccine. Everybody boos. And, but he tells them, ah, well, you, you got your rights, you know, but I took the vaccine. You know, he's trying like yeah. his people are so dumb that they it- don't even know. You know, yeah, and, and they don't even know that they're that 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 he's making fun of them. You know, what I'm saying? they that have no you
1: know. idea. They have no idea. My favorite meme is, "Hey, Trumpers, do you want to know someone who's definitely vaccinated? Donald Trump. That's yeah. all it says. There's, <laughs> there's no, there's <laughs> and no, early on too. Yeah,
0: there's there was no photo. Very early was on, no
1: funny picture. It's a she white... didn't let
0: people know. He didn't let people in on that. He got vaccinated as soon as he could. Of course he did, because his followers are the dumbest ones because they
1: think that he loves them and he genuinely hates them but ruben your stern
0: I- stern sorry quick stern called out uh, no, rogan for his bullshit
1: <laughs> yeah and yeah he called he definitely called out rogan rogan's
0: like oh yeah i got covid and so what i did is i took ivermectin or whatever it's called um and and you know i trusted my doctor my doctor said it was okay so i took that and some steroids and some other shit and like stern's like if you trust your doctor your doctor's going to tell you to get the vaccine. Just get the vaccine. Yeah. If you trust your doctor, then get the vaccine.
1: It's absurd. Yeah. That's what doesn't make any sense to me.
0: And I'm sorry. Th- so that was just my. Opinion.
1: No, I was just going to say uh, Ruben's right. We don't need to talk about Trump that, you know, anymore just because he's gone. And it's a, actually a glorious thing, I think. <laughs> yeah. But. To Joe Rogan, to I won't listen to Joe Rogan anymore. But if you listen to his followers talking about this horse dewormer, because that's literally what it is, ever evermycin is a horse dewormer. It's and it works
2: on goats too. Um, (laughs) Now, well, that's good to know. I'm glad that the goats are good and dewormed. Exactly as they should be. But if you looked at the list of what
1: Rogan said he he took, right? Every there was a good portion of stuff on there that was like normal. And then just added in there was the horse dewormer. So, like, right. what are these people going to cling to? Well, a horse dewormer obviously fixed it.
0: Not the 17 other things that they did for him.
1: Yeah. It, it was like everything except for the vaccine. And the fact did. that he
0: wasn't a high risk individual anyway. So his immune system was probably going to be OK. That's a, that's the thing that everybody's forgetting about is that if you have a decent immune system, you may, in fact, beat it. Not not always, but you may, in fact, beat it. Um, The problem is that you're spreading it to the vulnerable populations. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. It's this very self-centered, selfish, ignorant, only to the tip of their nose sort of ability that they have. And that's what really
2: bothers me. Yeah. Yeah, you have a basketball player like Carl Anthony Towns who uh, his family was overran by COVID you know, he he lost parents, he lost uh, cousins. He, and at this point, you know, he, he had a quote that was like something along the lines of like, you know, you're, you know, how many more excuses, like how many more are you going to give us? Like at this point, it's just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like now it's FDA approved. What else Mm -hmm. now you don't trust the FDA. Right. So, but, but you, but you, you take Advil and you 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 do everything else that the, you you take everything else the FDA has approved, but you won't take the vaccine. So well, at this, this point, that... it's you know for me th- there's only two reasons. One, if you're immune comparable, I understand that. And if you are a woman carrying a child, because there's not enough research on that, right? So at the end of the day, for those two reasons, you know what I'm saying. If you don't want to take it, you don't want to take. It. The but, uh, right. Just
1: the, the one thing, though, they did just come out with a whole bunch of stuff in terms of pregnancy and taking the vaccine. Now, doctors are are actually really pushing it with the amount of mothers that are dying and leaving their children motherless because they got covid. And so they they have the baby and then the baby doesn't have a mom mm-hmm. or um, the amount of stillbirths because of covid. Um, but, yeah, there's still there is still more research that needs to be done. Like in, yeah. in pregnancy, <clears throat> Absolutely.
0: see, I don't I don't want to fault anyone. For being skeptical, like if you don't trust the government, mm, OK, fair enough. Like for what's happened over the last 200 years in this country, I don't blame you for not trusting the government. OK, if you're, if you're not trusting- white,
1: like I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it
0: like if you're not a white person.
1: I feel like you shouldn't trust the government. <laughs>
0: well, like, there's, yeah, like, so there's plenty uh, of reasons for minorities and, and, um you know, people that have been marginalized. I mean, it's a trail to, to of blood
1: like, yeah. of minorities through of course, American history. It's, it's, it's and then what of course, you
0: have, a, you have the issue of the FDA. And of course, it's a government agency. Are they perfect? No. Have they been overrun with corruption in the past? Sure. I'm sure they don't have a great track record the fucking FDA. But at the end of the day, if you're having issues trusting the FDA, if you're having issue issues trusting the government, some fucking guy on YouTube is not therefore more trustworthy. You need to talk to your doctor. Talk to your doctor. Listen, That's man, I, at the end I, of the day, just 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 please talk to your medical fucking professional. And I don't mean a nurse who refuses to get the vaccine.
1: Oh, yeah, we have that in our area. Right those now, people.
0: Ruben. <laughs> we have an entire hospital in our area who's lost dozens of nurses because yeah. of this. The, they refuse to take the vaccine mandate and therefore they're they've resigned. And to, mm-hmm. to the point where there's not enough help to in the birthing center.
2: And, and for what and for what? And, and again, <laughs> listen, I got the vaccine. I only teleport on Tuesdays and Sundays. Okay, and Tuesdays it, and Sundays. I got Tuesdays and Sundays, you know. And when I teleport, it's usually someplace nice. It's nice weather. Um, you know, I'm usually dressed for the occasion. No, I mean, freaking seriously, man. I mean, like, yeah. what? I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, my 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 girl sister is going through right now because she's she's pregnant, and now the. Her company is like, you know, trying to follow that that Biden mandate and she doesn't want to take it because she's pregnant, which I understand. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, I'm not a doctor. So sure. You got sure. to talk to your doctor. Her doctor says to take it, but she's still a little, you know, on, on edge. And again, I get that a new mm. mother carrying first baby. You don't really know. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want to be you don't want something down the road to happen and have that question. Like, was it was it that decision? Did, did I make that choice? But the other side of that coin, like Dan said, or like Rocco was talking about is what if you catch COVID or what if you, you know what I'm saying? And that causes a stillbirth or what if you die? Cause you caught COVID after you brought the baby home, you know what I'm saying? So there's so, th- this thing is so screwed up. And yeah, the only reason is. we're sitting here talking about it is because it's been politicized, right? Yes, because that's yeah. yes. like, that's the, the, the truth of the matter is, is that if we, if everybody yes. would a hundred percent said, Oh, this is a disease that's killing people and it's got, it's overrunning emergency rooms and mm-hmm. if we would have if we would have not had a child running the country and yeah. we would have had somebody who could deliver a clear message right and, and like i you know for all the flack that obama gets you know what i'm saying on that side at least he could have delivered the message i think i think if he would have been in office we wouldn't be sitting here right now talking about a pandemic
1: yeah no we, you're, we would you're right even hillary though man and listen even hillary them. I didn't well, vote I mean, for Hillary. I don't like Hillary. There are right. a lot of things about her I don't like. But I can also say that I feel like she would have handled the pandemic a million
0: times better oh, than Donald yeah. Trump did. Period.
2: All you had to do was get politician. up there and
0: not yeah. deny it. Right. Uh, anybody, right. fucking Joe Schmo, could have just stood up and said, Check. this is real, yeah. and therefore they would have done a better job.
2: Nail on the fucking head. If he wouldn't have been out Trump-stumping... Yep. Right. When the first person in America was in the fucking hospital, dying of COVID. Mm-hmm. and he would have and he would have not been already laying the groundwork in those rallies saying that this is a joke, that this is a hoax sitting in the Oval Office saying this will be gone mm-hmm. by the end of summer. I remember yeah. that. I remember that specifically. It'll be gone.
0: Here goes poof. I think he said poof. All yeah, of a sudden it'll, it'll be, be, gone. be you like watch.
2: The, you watch. It'll be yes. gone. It'll be gone. It'll be marvelous okay, because right? he's a
0: shareholder president. So he's he's worried about the stock market. <laughs> it, it, yeah, exactly. Right. So he wanted to ensure that everybody that with their stocks, that didn't sell anything crazy, that the economy was going to be fine. So he had to he had to just just lay low. Hey, it's, it's all going to be all right. We're totally going to be fine um, because president- the guys coming
2: home with 60,000 K a year. Right. Think. Right. That the economy. Right. Is is based on on Donald Trump, right? Donald yeah. Trump is going to make you rich, right? Stock and that market was, alone. That all of a sudden these guys, everybody that I knew was all of a sudden a genius when it came to economy. The economy. And yeah, are, yeah, yes. Like uh, you know, you got and, and the economy like, this is what though. we need. This is what we need, yeah. But you don't understand, we need a businessman because the country should be a business. And I'm like that's that's an yes. interesting idiotic moronic thought that, that i hear, will not what, entertain did you hear what yeah. forbes
0: said no what? what did forbes say buddy well i'll tell you what forbes said they said shut the fuck up you're not an <laughs> right. economist right exactly <laughs> like
2: like just just shut oh, up sit down like and then and then you want to sit there and you want to tout like oh it, you know it's the business side and he knows business really motherfucker go ahead and google how many businesses he's ran into the fucking ground <laughs> yeah. yeah how uh, far in exactly. dead is he how so hard is
1: it? If you want the country to be a business, wouldn't you choose, I don't know, like a better businessman, like
2: even <laughs> like, like, I, I don't call know a, how else to put I don't it. know. Call a Bill Gates, you know Mark what I'm saying? Cuban. Uh, um, Mark Cuban, yeah. uh, Tesla, you know what I'm saying? But uh, Bezos, oh, even bro. though I don't yeah. like his stupid face, but you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, it's an adult with successful, what, what, we, you know, what, we, can, what we can go back yeah. to is at the end of the day, the 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 nexus point if you will will be will be him feeding the blue pill right because the red pill that gets Neo into the matrix right so him feeding the blue pill to his his base exactly and his base the percentage i i i wager that the percentage of people that have not been vaccinated right up until this point yeah fairly equal or roughly equal the size of his voting base yeah oh,
0: yeah
1: yeah i would say and i honestly i'm at a point two now which i'm really happy about is a lot of people uh, that i know personally that were trump supporters that are finally really distancing themselves from donald trump um, a few people it personally, it w- but it was there was a refreshing side of it. Of course, there was a side that wanted to be angry and be like, really, it took this long. But there's also that side that's like, all right, OK, at least you're here now. Like, yeah,
0: I hear he's it's once like getting around. out of cult. Yeah. And like, he, OK, I forgive you. Let's move on.
1: And, and his base is dwindling and it's getting smaller and it's getting smaller because as facts continue to come out especially regarding the the vaccine i mean how long has it been now it's, you know we're we're getting you know a while that we've had this vaccine and we're not we're not having all these deaths like these people said was going to happen
0: like, i feel like i'm crazy i'm just thinking like i want to say last december is when the first person i think it was a nurse got in america got the vaccine i think i think so holiday um, season yeah and so you know, yeah, we're, we're closing in on a year of having this. Um, Wouldn't
2: it be crazy if, like, on the year anniversary, we all just started turning into wild mutants or zombies? Like, it would yeah. be just. I and, want like, powers. Can... <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a that's thing that every, seems to bother and me. And, is, then, and then all of Middle America, all at once, is going to be like, ah <laughs> <laughs> We told
1: you.
0: We told you. I told uh, you it was going to happen. But, Load up
2: the shotgun. Well, that's what gets, what gets <laughs> me, too, much. Is, is
0: this sort of generational um expectation that that they're allowed to to just be skeptical of everything um and, and their rights and this and that like 50 years ago 80 years ago I don't know when they came up with the polio vaccine when they came mm-hmm. up with the with the MMR the mumps measles and rubella vaccines um with all kinds of vaccines throughout throughout the decades I don't I don't know, but I do not believe in my heart of hearts that there was giant swaths of people going, well, the FDA hasn't approved it yet, so I'm not taking it. And neither is my kid. Look, at you him, know, he, loves the, jib- he <laughs> loves the new
1: wheelchair. He
2: loves the new wheelchair. Are you kidding? Little Jimmy's dying for an iron lung. Like, you're, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally, he asked, he's he literally the- dying for an iron lung. <laughs>
0: Like, what is this entitled bullshit where you just feel like you can just say, ah, the greater good. But that's the point,
2: right? That's the point, though, right? That's where we're at where, that again, we're, we can circle back, back to the Carl Anthony Towns. The only reason Carl Anthony Towns is one of the most outspoken NBA players about it is because he's got people close to him who died, right? Yeah. I got an aunt who died. I got a boy, Jaime, who was in the hospital for weeks and weeks. I got my sister-in-law who was di- you know diagnosed COVID positive for like 43 days straight or some crazy shit. Like at the end of the day, like I've seen this really happen. So, yeah. it, you know, uh, People don't care anymore. Like you said, it's to to the tip of my nose. Like if if it doesn't affect the five fingers and the five senses in this bubble, I'm not worried about it. Right. Like I'm not really worried about it. And I can sit here and uh, oh, I remember the rest of his quote. It was this. I can sit here because he said because people now can get on the Internet and just say something to to create a form of weak entertainment for themselves. Yeah. Like I'm going to get on Facebook and say I'm not taking the vaccine because I heard Nicki Minaj's cousin, brother in law oh took it and his ball swelled and now he's uh now he can't get hard and he can't have kids. Right? Like and then sit back and then just sit back and, and sit there and let people and let people go at each other and spew yeah. poison, your friends, your family, everybody going at each other. And you're just sitting there like <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And it's <laughs> It's that. It's yeah. that. Instead of instead of yeah. coming together, instead why? Because there's no iron lungs out there, fellas. There's no I just saw the first two the first three episodes of Why the Last Man. Let somebody stand in fucking Times Square and have their eyeball eyeballs explode and blood explode out their mouth and people right. start dropping like flies. And then all of a sudden everybody wants yeah. to hold hands to sink yeah One of but, the yeah.
0: Yeah. One of the biggest problems yeah. is that in the very beginning a lot of people compared it to the flu. A lot of people, a lot of yes, pundits, but we had data on the flu. We have data, right? And that, but from the beginning, that was one of the biggest uh, defenses: is these these you know conspiracy theorists, these no vaccineers, you know whatever these hoaxers. They they just believe that oh, it's it's no different than the flu. So that was the biggest problem. But one of the, another expert talked about the fact that, and you touched on it, Ruben, was that it's it's not a seen thing, if. If eyeballs were exploding, if people were dropping dead in the middle of the street, it would be more of a visible problem. And, and this other expert likened it to if there were purple monsters mm-hmm. called COVID-19 coming out of the woods and taking our children, people would be up in arms going into the forest to kill it. But instead, because this is an invisible to the naked eye problem, they're allowed to make up in their head reasons for what's going on.
1: Well, other people said that if we publicized greatly that COVID nineteen causes impotency, um, you know that maybe, me, you know, the men on the fence would run at it yeah. because it's one thing that we're motivated by is our penis. Right. But you know what's funny though, and I I'm was, motivated by your penis. Thank you. And most people are. Um, but what I'm saying is, uh, there. I had this joke with him. I said. You know, and I looked it up. Ivermectin. They're doing studies right now. Ivermectin, the horse dewormer, has an 85 percent chance of sterility in men. So my thought is, is if you're going to take Ivermectin, go all in, do it, take, (laughs) take as much as you can, because that's a family tree that does not need to fork. Um,
2: Don't heed. But another thing, too, is these vaccination cards in Florida. Do they have vaccination cards? Uh I mean, you know, I got one when I got vaccinated, so I've got one, you know, thank you God app? too because um I don't know, we might have an app. I mean doubtful though, because the census is like like he 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 doesn't believe in it, right? So no. like he's he's actually going to court fighting the you know, schools who want to enforce masks. Right? Uh, yeah, I saw that. We, I like, saw it in, in New York Cuomo
0: Cuomo set up an app for us in New York, but it's not here to work. It, in Mine order to, get it to work, you have to rub it against a girl's butt. No. Yeah, cause that's what I was, That's
2: what I was gonna ask. Is it? Is it? Is it like a dual app? Is it like, oh, here's your vaccine card, and then here's your new likes on Tinder? You know, yeah, it's like a dating site.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a vaccinated only Vax me only is is really what it's called. Right. <laughs> no, but right. in all seriousness, it's called the Excelsior pass. And, and you do get the card and then you go into the app and then you answer personal question information. And then the state of New York gives you a virtual a- card that you can use. And the reason is, is because now right on your phone, there are restaurants and a lot of restaurants that if you're not vaccinated, you don't go in. Um, they're in New York. There's a lot of venues. Um, we're going to Dave Matthews this weekend in Saratoga. It's one of his two largest shows he puts on every year. He does a West Coast gigantic show and an East Coast gigantic show. And Dave Matthews without like not as publicist. He himself said that I'm sorry, but for a show that's thirty five thousand people, you have to be vaccinated in order to show up period. And we'll take the Excelsior pass. So like, that's just super convenient. So people are up in arms about this. They're flipping out about it. They're getting angry about it. Right. But two things I always thought is they have these signs, no shirt, no shoes, no service. You know, you're not saying anything about that It's the same idea, number one. And number two, didn't we all have vaccine cards when we were kids that the schools had to have?
0: We I still guess. have them. Kids yeah, still have. Vaccine. I know. I had to it's go. It's a get, list of all your vaccinations.
1: I had to go get that for my son for daycare, right? And my daughter for school before
0: COVID. And any time that you bring your kid back to daycare while taking him to the doctor, they want an updated vaccine. Yes, I just handed it in for my son because he just had his two-year checkup
1: pre-COVID uh, procedures. Correct. So my question is, where, where, why is this outrage? So targeted to now my rights, my rights, Mm. my dude for real.
2: Yeah, because it started at the top. Yeah, it started at the top. It starts at the top. We the leadership. we we go as look what happened. JFK said, I'm going to take you to the moon. Right. Where did we go? We went to the moon. Mm -hmm. Right. Obama said, we're going to change. There was a lot of change. Yeah, I'm saying people can talk all the crap they want. There was change. He brought about change. There was there was a definite movement there and a fire in America that was not there before. Yeah, that that he brought with him. Okay, so again, we go as our leaders go. Right, as much as we talk crap, and as at the end of the day, we all we we are all patriotic on on some level. We all love this country, right? And like at the end of the day, I you know. <clears throat> yeah, is it crazy right now? Is it nuts? Is it insane? But I love this country. I came from Venezuela. So if I sit here and I compare Venezuela to where I'm at right now, Tampa, Florida, I mean, I would kill you and Dan if I was <laughs> if I was in Venezuela to get here, right? Mm-hmm. So especially right now. So again, it's not all that bad. What the problem is, is that our, our leaders have become inept. Our leaders have become yes. people who have sat, who have spent the last 10, 15 years behind the screen on keyboards, going on deep dives on YouTube, looking at false flag videos and bullshit that mm-hmm. just doesn't add fucking up. It doesn't add up. So, I mean, the fact no. that we've got QAnon believers sitting oh, in our Congress right God. now is dangerous. Da- these are dangerous times, my friends. So at the dangerous end of the day, people. we and dangerous people, we just have to again, kind of refocus and try to hope that we can shift that back to where we put responsible people. Like The fact that people are, are jumping down AOC's throat about, oh, you're wearing a, a dress saying tax the rich at a place that's $35,000 a ticket. Hello, she is a New York official. New York mm-hmm. officials get invited to those events. She's a congresswoman. She got invited to the event, and not only did she get invited to the event, but she wore a disruptive message. Yes. Again, all of the... I, yep. And I, I, at the end of the day, a, a lot of these people, again, there, there's I can go on. Karen, well, what they don't is, understand is that, activists. What there's they don't understand
0: is you have to play the game. If you're in right. the politics, you have to play the game. But, listen, but he has to go to these dinners from time to time. Listen
1: to me, devil's advocate. I read a great article today and the article wasn't like slamming her or anything. The article, all it said was she went to this big, fancy dinner. She wore this text, the rich shirt. Outside, many, many people were getting arrested. BLM protesters were being arrested. If she wants to talk this big game, she could have waltzed out in that dress to the protest and said or done something about that in that dress. Right. Like, again, why did she not do that? And, and again, we could sit there and we could ask this, these questions all day. I just think that there's always two sides to look at it i love the dress i love her i'm a fan of hers i think she's great um but again i think there's another side too like you know i I don't know am i am i crazy it's it's called no
0: look but at the end of the day like doesn't a girl every now and then deserve to wear a dress and go to a fancy dinner (laughs) right that's the worst thing she's done is going to an expensive dinner really I mean, yeah, but
2: that's what you're going to that's what you're going to get. But, but but again, like we, we need to let, we need to let that slide because, again, it's politics. Right. We talk about, oh, she should have gone to this side and done something for them. She was there to deliver a message. She Dude, knew do you know how many of those she
0: dinners she's probably turned down?
2: I don't know. Probably countless. Dude, there's probably countless. one
0: every month. Oh, I'm sure she turns down. I, and this time she's like, "Ah, fuck it. I'll go. I'll play their game, but I'm going to be a disruptive little bitch and I'm going to throw my little dress on." And I love her for it. She's well, yeah. the She is the next Bernie, by the way. I know she is. I will vote for her too. I will vote for her. But she's got she's to commit to animal. the
1: changes that she says. But before we go to break, I want to change gears for a second. I want everyone, I want you to especially um do you both like docu series, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, on Amazon right now is a docu-series called Lula Rich. And hmm. if you don't know what that is, you probably have heard of, because you both have wives, and I have one of those, too. She's in a cage upstairs. yeah, um, As she should be. As, it's after 8 o'clock. Uh, yeah, well, duh, obviously. I threw some water in there. And, uh, I was going to
2: ask for the bowl of water. I've been putting, like, a little, like, a little ceramic thing. It works.
1: <laughs> Very nice. That's good. Well, we had the bottle with the she wheel at the end. But, you know, she... <laughs> she didn't like that (laughs) you don't want to give her uh, like i'm gonna sleep on
2: the couch tonight anything at me
1: (laughs) um no but so lula you guys heard of lula it's a pyramid
0: scheme for leggings
1: yes so the 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 docu-series is the rise and fall and it is one of the wildest things i have ever watched i I am i'm into it dude i did not i did not know so these we're talking about people that knew about selling clothes, like knowing what was like unique, almost like looking at it like a toy collector would mm-hmm. because the prints were all limited. Right. And you this never got gonna...
0: a limited print. You can't get this print and
1: and the, all of talking about but all of their prints were limited. And that was a fact at one point. So these people just started selling this stuff and then through word of mouth, they were buying inventory and selling it. Right. Yeah. And we're, we're talking about people that knew nothing about business. It went from a million dollar business to a billion dollar business, literally overnight being yeah. led by people. There were Mormons. So it was like their family. And we're talking like young nephews and kids that were like made like the chief officer of like marketing. And he's like, dude, I was 23. I had no clue what I was doing That's and hilarious. just how they fucked over so many people. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Are they related to the Fire Festival
1: guys? Like, is that like the whole company thing? It, it might, it might as well be. it might, it that, might as that
0: well brings be. to mind. I think you should leave. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> when God. you talked about the limited prints.
1: Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about yes. That show, <laughs> that show is so uncomfortable. You ever watch that Ruben? I think you should leave. Nah. It's a sketch Dude, comedy Ruben. show. I'll give you. Oh, let me give God. you an example, Ruben. You you've seen Jackass, right? You yeah. know, you know, when oh, Johnny no, Knox, not this one, you know, when what Johnny Knoxville, I'm going to bring. It's my favorite one. Johnny Knoxville would wear the, the prosthetic like he was an old man. Right. And the prosthetic right. was really, really good. Like you bought it, that he was an old guy. Right. right? So, in I think you should leave. It's it's <laughs> half sketch comedy, half reality. So he's like, I'm going to go into the mall with full old guy prosthetic. And I want to fuck a bunch of stuff up. Just like the guys at Jackass, except for, uh, the prosthetic was awful. So you could just tell it was a man in like an old man costume. He goes into right. a mall and all these are all random people, not part of the production. And he's on like, the, he's on like the earpiece, like right. talking to his crew in the van. And he's like, it's, it's not working. The suit's really hot. I can't breathe in here. I can't do this anymore. Then he's going to sc- I'm gonna kill myself. And all these people are just looking at this guy in bad old man prosthetic screaming. He's going to commit suicide in the middle of a mall. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's really really uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable show to watch, but it's, it's hilarious. Right.
0: It's a brilliant show and each episode is only about 15 minutes long. The second season just came out recently. Um there's only like eight or so episodes per season. Right. So you could literally in one night watch both seasons and piss yourself laughing or, or be super uncomfortable. <laughs> super uncomfortable. It's the very first sketch on the very first episode the, this guy's having an awkward interview at like clearly at like, oh a, my like God. a restaurant like a like a like a deli restaurant in the middle of the day and, and he it, thinks that he's like nailing it but he's not and then he goes to leave and inst- <laughs> he realizes he's pushing on a wooden door that's supposed to be a pull and instead of just saying oops I'm I should have pulled he just won't he, admit it and he little leash pushing breaks the, door. <laughs> the door open to leave but like, it's so weird it's just it's weird so awkward okay. it's beautiful Please dan watch. dan loves it dan I loves it you...
1: um what's it on and that's on netflix netflix exclusive um, so with that being said, let's take a break. When we come back, it's it's all Ruben all the time. We're well, going to yeah. talk about the illusion, witch. we're going to talk about his upcoming Kickstarter. We're going to talk about uh, his big news, which has already been announced on the Internet, but it's not official really until it's announced on critical mass. Precisely. So e- exactly. So we'll talk about that after the break. Um, <laughs> so go ahead and, uh, you know, stay tuned. And Get fuck off right on. We got a read here for Ridley's Gaming Realm. This is a great place to buy, sell, trade, or discuss video games. This is a secured Facebook group with 1,500 members in climbing. Now the big thing is is that with a lot of these buy sell trade video game groups on Facebook there's a lot of scams a lot of people that'll take their money and 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 never send you the product. Well, they are proud to say that they have zero reported scams ever in this group. So be sure to check out Ridley's Gaming Realm. Whether you're looking to grow your collection or get uh, that new game that's been tough to find, make sure that you check out Ridley's Gaming Realm. You go to Facebook.com and search for Ridley's Gaming Realm. Do you miss hanging out at bars with a friend? Cream cream ale.
0: Do you miss those two friends of yours that would always end up drinking too much leading to discussions about political philosophy?
1: If so, then we have a podcast for you. When they nuked the Capitol, you know, that was bad. I'm Aaron. And I'm Jake. Join us at the Tavern for a pint, a few laughs, and some nonsensical discussions. I will say neither of us are constitutional lawyers. (laughs) A political podcast for the unencumbered political mind.
2: Search for the Bull and Moose Tavern on your favorite podcast streaming service today.
0: Fuck. I what? forgot the ending. You're bad at that. <laughs> just bad at it. Um, that, that is, that's classic critical mass for you, folks. We're back. And uh, by the way, we have Ruben Romero again with us. We just wanted to say that. <laughs> they call hey, Ruben, Ruben. Ruben the writer. Yeah, Ruben
2: absolutely. the writer. Because I have to tell people what I am. You know that's what I'm
0: right. saying? Like, like you Ruben know. the writer. Uh, 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 basically, uh, a, a giant missile in the, uh, in the F-16 fighter plane known as DFAT Entertainment. Uh, so look out, folks. Uh, I, I, I want to mention I was doing my job and I delivered a, a comic book to a man. Okay. A sad, old, decrepit, like, you know, the kind of guys that read comic books. Like, like just a pathetic, alone <laughs> You're <the guy>. worst. <laughs> And I said, oh, this is a comic book, huh? And, and it was in a hard case and everything. And he wanted, he was really excited to get it. And I said, I, you know, I'm, I'm friends with a guy who, who writes his own comics and, and is doing quite well. And uh, he goes, yeah, I happen to like these uh, good girl comics, is what he called it. Mm -hmm. have you heard of such a thing guys oh yeah it's like the comic
1: porn right it's like half comic half porn kind of well the
0: way he described it it was like a sort of a maybe in a pinup sense like it was just sort of a classic female figure that obviously is sexual but but in his idea in his mind is tasteful that's what i'm gathering from it what do you guys think
2: Right. It's kind of like uh like if you w- w- I would say that the cover, the variant cover for Illusion Witch Book 2, where Adia is sitting on the throne. Yeah, that's yes. that is a what you would consider a good girl cover. Right. Because yeah. oh. she's not she's not nude, but it's suggestive and it's mm. sexy. You know, it's it, spicy. so um, I like that. Yeah. You know, and then there's, and then, you know, and then there's just straight up nude covers, you know. Um, but there is it, and then there's there yeah, is that that's what it used to sound like. I'm, I'm hitting 40, it's, it's, it's more like a thump, like it's 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 strong at the end, but you know, it's it takes it as you know, it's like yeah. it's got a build up. Um, so it's a work, yeah, yeah. I gotta oh do some jumping jacks. Um, no, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm still knocking them out. Um, so but but no, but you've got uh comics that kind of like. Follow along that whole line, like that whole yeah. theme, you know, where you've got girls, kind of like you know, like let's take Charlie's Angels, but put them all in Catholic schoolgirl outfits and have them fighting werewolves and zombies, you know, yeah. and uh, and then you know, most of those comics do end up getting graphic in the terms of like you know the nature that they push, the envelope that they push. Interesting. So, Interesting. Yeah. So I, I just do.
0: I just wanted to bring that up. I thought that was yeah. kind of I never heard of it before. Obviously, a really myself. comic. I'm a comic book guy. Um, and but I did push hit your stuff on him, Ruben. I was like, "Listen, you got to you got to look for this guy. He will be in comic book stores soon. I don't know when." But that's a good transition. When when can well, customers First, hang on, find Dan. You? Dan, hang on. I oh, want I that jumping, question
1: answered.
0: You're just I jumping to, ahead. Ruben, I am. you, you have
1: been you have been picked up by a major comic book
0: uh, publisher. Um, Some would and- say like a like a large public like a like a behemoth <laughs> of a publisher. Yes. Oh man, that was
2: that was that was good. That was sharp. So that tell us sharp. about
1: that, and then tell us when you're in stores,
2: man. Um. So yeah, man. Uh. It, this is like uh. This was huge for me because yeah, it was an opportunity <laughs> where um. It came out of nowhere. It came out of just like me joking and uh, a little bit of manifestation, like nathan doesn't know you know i'm sure if he ever like listens to other podcasts i've been on but but it's like that was like on my goal list the vision board thing you know what i'm saying like i wanted to be on please that tell me you
0: actually have a vision um, board
2: yeah yeah
0: Can i'm not we gonna see walk
2: it? i'm not gonna walk you to it but okay but yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> i send, love that though i'll, I'll send you, i'm not send even you a
0: throwing shade dude that's yeah. awesome that you I'll have a vision, you a vision board i love
2: it um well, it's just one of those things, man. Like, guess like at the end of the day, like it's it's goals, right? Like forever yeah. goals. um So it's one of those things where I, I got it from my brother. Uh, my brother's a big, you know, manifested destiny type of situation. Oh, okay, good okay. Um, and um, and he couldn't manifest says,
0: his own fucking bed.
2: Uh, um <laughs> No, that's not that brother. That's not that brother. <laughs> okay, uh, that's another brother. I, I got that's four brothers. <laughs> I got four brothers. Um oh, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, I, th- I was I was helping my other brother move or move a bed today and I wow. was letting Dan know before we got on the podcast. <laughs> um, but no, but like That's my other brush. brother Mike uh, yeah, that is what? No, um, yeah <laughs> two, two brothers in a bed. Uh Oh. Um, so, but yeah, no, it's it was just one of those things and uh, and it came about in, in in like typical like oops fashion, uh, hmm. Also with a little bit like relentless pushing, um, <laughs> so I had so I had just funded Illusion, Illusion which book one, and uh, and I had sent it to to another creator that had backed the project. This guy named Mike Tenor, he's a great writer, funny dude, and uh, we've got a really great you know relationship. We we mess around a lot. We talk a lot of shit back and forth on uh, on social media. And long story short, he he ended up posting like the picture of Illusion, which one when. When he got it and uh, messing around, I just told him I was like, "Oh, I, I, rubbed that whole book all over my whole body before I sent it to you," and uh, and Nathan, you know, he 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 commented it, he comment commented on it, uh, talking about he said something about, "Oh, how do I get one of these special Ruben books?" And I'm like, "You know what'll make it real special is that Behemoth logo on it," and he was like, he was like, "LOL," he was like, "Yeah, we'll talk," and I was like, "We'll, we'll talk." I, I jumped right in his DMS and I'm like, and, and for like three oh, right? weeks straight, <laughs> let's, we'll talk um, now. We're going yeah, to like, talk right well, now. Let's, yeah. Let's talk right now. Like uh, Riz Ahmed has that story about how, like when he talked to the director of rogue one for the first time and he was like, Oh, I want you to, you know, um, you know, to read for this role and like he had sent him the email and like the script. And like, so he was like, Oh, now I've got this, you know, the director's personal email. So he kept like doing takes, you know, of, of like how he would do the is role. in rogue one. Yeah, Riz Ahmed, Riz Ahmed.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, am I think am I confusing? Yeah, you're Wu-Tang thinking. You're thinking.
2: You're thinking of Riza. I'm yeah. talking about Riz Ahmed. Who's
0: Riz yeah. Ahmed? He, he is. Was, uh, what was does Bo- he play? Not he Bodhi. The... But Bo- was it Bodhi? Yeah, is it no. Bodhi? No, I'm testing I mean, your Bodhi. Star Wars knowledge. Wow, failures. Yeah, no. both of you.
2: Anyway, he plays wow. the pilot.
0: Yeah, Bodhi, Bodhi Rook. Yeah, Bodhi Rook. Yeah. Okay, Riz, pilot. Riz Ahmed. Yeah. Riz Ahmed.
2: Yeah. Riz Ahmed. Gotcha. Riz Big med. deal having um,
1: his uh his him being in that
0: movie. But anyway. So he had a very like so know, I, know, we're I, we're doing just, this
2: attitude. Right, like he said he just kept sending and then all of a, the director was just like yes fine. You you know you've got it. Don't worry about <laughs> it.
0: Jesus, <laughs> man. Um,
2: so it was very much I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take a page of that and not so relentless, but like, you know, I would hit him up and uh I had sent out all the rewards and I had a few left over. And I was like, I was like, hey, man, shoot me your address. I'm going to shoot you a copy of the book so you can hold it in your hand. You know, take a look mm-hmm. at it. You know, your comic book publisher and take a look at this, you know. So I, I put together like all the, the whole package. Like I sent him the the, the, the print, the book, like a press package, like a little press kit and uh, sent that off to him. And uh, and a couple of weeks later, I was like, hey, man, do you, do you ever get the book? And he's like, as a matter of fact, it's sitting right here right next to me. He was like, I love the card. He was like, he was like, I'll tell you what. He was like, he was like, we'll do it. He was like, we'll do it next year. We'll do it next year. We'll do it in March. And I was like, I was like, all right. I was like, I was like, wow. I was like, are you serious? He was like, yeah, let's do it. He was like, if nobody else picks you up. And I was like, I was like, nobody else is going to pick me up. That's it. Like, this is done, you're telling me you're going to behemoth is going to do. it. He's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, let's go. And that's how that relationship started. And, uh, now I'll be out there with them and New York comic con my illusion, which won't be there, but we'll be there promoting everything that, 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 that publisher is doing. They've got a, they've got a, 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 exclusive content deal with Nintendo switch. Uh, they've got a music division. Uh, they're doing the uh, spin-off for turbo kid through the comics. Uh, the directors are going to be there. Uh, so it's going to be a big deal. They have a huge Island booth. So I can't wait to, to, to just get back there. I love New York comic con.
1: That's dude. That's so awesome. So, just to, for the edification of our listeners what would be the flagship or the most known title out of behemoth so they have so there's a way that they can maybe understand
2: i think right now like the two main titles that are really just pushing hard are uh, you promised me darkness and um and snow freak and okay. snow freak is kind of under happy tank which is like a subdivision of of uh, of of Behemoth, but again, still ran by you know uh, Kevin Rotelli. He's a great guy, mm-hmm. uh, great creative. That book, Freak Snow, is just a wild fuck of a book. Um, so it's oh, just yeah. everything that you know, like the whole the whole the whole package is really great over there. It seems like, and yeah. uh, and I'm gonna get to, and I'm really gonna get to see the full force of 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 Behemoth uh, starting in March of next year. So um, is that when
1: you'll be in stores
2: or? I wanna say so. Yeah, I wanna we talked about March. Um, I might hold off just because we're gonna we're gonna be doing a monthly release. So if if I wanna do all six back to back, I may release a little later. Yeah, maybe we you know, we're gonna discuss things. We're gonna have you know, we're gonna discuss things over dinner like real New York mobsters do, you know. Absolutely. But,
0: uh, <laughs>
2: um <laughs> a big plate of spaghetti, eh? No, not really. I'm I got a spaghetti like a like a like a piece of pizza and being like, yo, dude, listen, I don't know how we're gonna do this, but this is how I envision it. And if you give me okay. this opportunity, you know, and, I, I uh, thought of yeah. like an
0: old school Italian restaurant. There's red and white checkered tablecloths. <laughs> there's there's violins playing in the background.
2: I'm know? signing the contract. They're like looking yeah. over me. Man. There's a he's lot like, of
0: lot of pinky rings.
2: He's he's a righty. He's a right hander. He's a yeah, all right hander. Oh, right. <laughs> this
0: guy's he's good people.
1: Right. So he's good people. For um, those yeah. for those that um that don't know. So a lot of comic books are monthly releases. And mm-hmm. my my suspect uh, what I suspect is that it takes more than a month um, to put a comic together. So you would have to bank some mm-hmm. already completed comics in order to be able to maintain a monthly release schedule. Am I am I wrong or is that correct?
2: No, you're correct. I mean, especially on this level, on this level. Yeah. You know, the more you've got in the bank, then then the better your release schedule is going to be. There's going to be others like, you know, I've got I also got a deal through uh, uh, well, me and Casey have a deal through through Second Sight Publishing for another book that we're doing right now uh, called Inferi. And, uh, and then my other series, The Agency, also got picked up there. Um, that's actually going to release in trade format, you know, that we're doing something different there. Um, and then Inferi is going to go bi-monthly. Uh, and then we'll oh. go bi-monthly, uh, from the trade to the agency number six. And then by monthly, you'll get six, seven, eight, nine, as I, as I, as I finish that both of those, as we both finish the, those series out. Um, so with second, so side, one to 5 it'll be a trade
1: different. one to five will be a trade mm-hmm. and then six, starting at six, you'll go bi-monthly issues like
2: with the agency. Yeah. Because I've got up. the agency in the bank, you know, one through five already dive We got one through six, but one through six is kind of like a weird volume.
1: Yeah, so, I hate buying. I, I hate when I get a trade and it's like a weird, odd number. Like, no, do one to ten or one to five. Okay. Right.
0: <laughs> um, um, if I yeah, could just I bring us is. back mm-hmm. to yeah, a bit of reality. Remember, what? guys, Dan? and for the listeners, I'm the outsider here. Yeah. I'm not a comic book guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a Simpsons comic book gay. Yes, we know that. So, what's your and, question? And, and for me, I just wanted to talk about my feelings surrounding this entire process that Rubens really brought me into. Yeah, this is the first comic book that I've read in probably fifteen. No, how old am I? Well, we're gonna say 15. you're about to be forty. Fuck, dude. Let's Jan- just say 20 January. Years.
1: January going to be. I, I remember
0: reading one as a kid. I oh, don't know when. Piece of shit.
2: You read a whole but one. hearing
0: Ruben's story, his connection to his mother, and, and and where this whole idea came out of was truly inspiring to me, and I wanted to be a part of it. And and I've funded, you know, the first one, and now the second one. I even when I got the second one I had to read the first one first to really just refresh my memory. Yeah, I did that too. And, and catch up on where the characters were.
2: Um I mean, is it, I know isn't that we're it a not, great back-to-back read. Look yeah. at this.
0: Look at this beautiful print. I believe this is a print that you sent me of the archer that at the at the very end of the Illusion Witch book 2 saves the day for yes. I have that
2: as well. It's a beautiful print. That, that's, a, that's Alex Monic, who is Alec, Alex. Right. She is beyond talented. I mean, oh, this, the things that she does. Are, oh, the the artist like, is Alex. Yeah, gotcha. Alex Monic. Yeah, the artist. I is Alex I also got
0: this. Um, what looks like a cool holographic sticker.
2: Yeah, the three. Uh,
0: yeah. The three. Is that what you what you call that monster? The three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the because three. it. Yeah, and then obviously so this is a great. I put that on my toolbox. I the illusion, which now this is the cover for the first one. Is um, that what you call your penis? My <laughs> toolbox. Yes, <laughs> it is. What's great about this whole Kickstarter thing, and maybe it was a part of the package, mm-hmm. is that you get all these little goodies when you, yeah. you know, when you help fund the project. Um, I got a, I got a, and particularly this one is Ayata um, the Illusion, So there's like trading cards and stuff with all the cool bio on the background. But I did want to ask. I mean, look at the graphics on this, guys. I mean, you've seen it. You have your own. Yes, yes. So like just the 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 contour drawings of Ayata. Barely escaping the the wrath of the, they're dragons, but what are they called in the comic book? Warvens. Warvens, Yes, huh. um, are are these bookmarks? Yeah, yeah. So, and then we have this one, just a straight up illusion, which just bookmarks the logo. Yeah, I can't help you it. I'm like, logo. you know, I'm a name brand. Yeah, Hulk. yeah. Dude. Nothing I wrong with that. I get all the. Uh, it, I call this swag. You know, I right. get all this stuff, and I'm just like, fuck, dude. Look, what am I going to do with all this stuff? Like, I want, I want. Stickers, and I, or or like a stencil, and I'll fucking spray paint this shit all over the place. <laughs> I will vandalize in the name of the illusion witch. So you know, I, it's just so cool getting all this. And like I wanted to mention, I'm an outsider. I'm not a comic book guy, but guys, I have an art background. I have a four yes. year degree from an illustrious college known as Potsdam <laughs> State University. <laughs> yeah. In art. In art. So so he's a mailman. So he's a mailman. He has a degree in art. And I want you to die.
1: (laughs) I don't know what's worse, that or philosophy. Um, That's your major.
0: Anyways, I can can truly appreciate the artwork and the storytelling that went into this project. It's beautiful. I, I almost feel guilty as I read through it quickly. I'm like there's too much animation. There's too much color and movement to just swift by it because on your first go, you just want to read it and get through it. Okay. I read it. Now I understand the story, but the second time through, you can truly absorb yes. the artistry and the magic that truly is, is come to life in, in these, in these pages. Um, and and maybe that's true for a lot of comics. But this one in particular, I just want to give a double thumbs up, right up Rocco's butt and one up mine, one up my butt and one up his. <laughs> I and and I appreciate it. I love when you at least go to the first knuckle.
1: But um, with that being said, <laughs> I'll spit his drink and that's what I do. Anyway, um, no, I'd say that majorly reading two. Uh, uh, so I read one, and then I read two, and two was so disappointing. When it ended, I was like, I was just disappointed that there weren't more pages. Mm -hmm. Um, I was enjoying it. I am smiling while I'm reading it. I like the world that that is being built. I like the setup of where it is going and I want to know more. So, yes, I flip the page and I'm like, is this this is the end? And it's just and that and and with comic books, I enjoy To me, that's the best compliment to give is I just I want the third. Okay, I want the third one now. I want to read the third one now. And I'd say that's that's my opinion. Dan, you read it. Tell he's here.
0: Tell him. Tell me. Tell me more. You want my opinion on the on the on the comic book itself? Yeah, He does. I mean, his pants are off. He's ready. What's what I find really cool about maybe comics in general, but this one in particular, and I'm highlighting a particular page here, is the backstory of what Ruben just referred to as the three. And these are the three evil sort of concepts that melded together to become this thing. But as you look at it. It's what's called normally a triptych, but in this case, it would be a, a a five whatever the shorthand for Quinn? a quintic a quintic we have we have a five panel artistic description visually of what's happening um and and oh the artist in him that's that's seriously <laughs> high level shit i mean whoever literally designed the the print out for that knows what the fuck they're
2: doing yes um
0: and then i'm trying to find i mean just obviously there's very that
2: unique- that page in particular like it was you know when i went to go write the story of i, I had to give you a condensed version right like i couldn't take too much yeah. time and issue too yeah. on like the whole setup but i you needed to know where, where where it came from and you needed to know where this power source this knowledge of power this uh the uh you know knowledge and power and magic are being housed, like where did it come from? So I needed to show you where we how we got there um, in a very limited amount of time, um, but in a very graphic sense. So so that way you could actually see it the way that I wanted you to see it. And that that particular scene um, where, you know, basically what's left of the three brothers are the shadows. Like you see their shadows have Mm -hmm. been burnt onto the wall. Yeah. Um, But like the siren, you know, there's, there's good and bad, right? There's light and dark, right? So just like there's light magic to uh, protect her essence, right? Or protect all that all that that made her, right? Well, the brothers had the access to that too. How did they get it? Well, hopefully with this whole behemoth deal, maybe I'll do like be able to do an annual or an issue number zero, where I can kind of take you back and give you really the history of the three brothers. Uh, um, this is a story about Adia, you know, so yeah. it has to be about Adia, but I needed to give you enough there for you to see, okay, this is where this monster came from. Right. Uh, um, and I love I just the idea love of that.
1: I love that. Right. Idea. I,
2: you know, so do I, so do I, hopefully Nathan does too. And so <laughs> hopefully uh behemoth does too. Uh, but yeah, like just that whole idea of like the shadows almost melting off the wall and mm-hmm. forming like this, pool of just like dark you know blood and bones and and then just kind of out of that coming this you know arcane smoke and these three beings who mm-hmm. want who you know at first come out individually right and they're almost fighting for their own self again and then there's just enough for them to be that one thing right yeah and there's a reason for that and and we'll get into that and that's gonna that's kind of we're going to dive deep into the psyche of the three and just like we're going to dive deep into the psyche of Adia, you know, like there's issue four is also, yeah. you know, a deep dive on her, but, but yeah, man, I mean, it's just in terms of Andrea and what he's able to do with the words that I'm able to drool onto a piece of paper uh, and say, this is my story. Uh, he just makes magic. With it. He really. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Let me, Oh let yeah. me, let me, let
0: me do two things. Let me compliment him a little bit more and then, Criticize a little bit too. This right here is a great example of something. And I again, I don't know anything about comics, but when you have Adia threatening uh, the weasel here, what's his name? Baru, right? Baru, 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 with a hair straightener. It's breaking the plane. It's literally coming outside of the of the plane that she's drawn in. That is a technique. Um, that's been used for a long time, but but it's not overused in this particular comic, and I don't know about other comics. But I mean, you could have done it every single page, but it but it wasn't. And I think that that's really good to 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 hit the brakes on that and use it sparingly. Um, the only the 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 criticism I have is that these characters that you've created, Ruben, are so rich yes that they their story cannot truly and accurately be told in these little comic books yes so that was what you would need you would need a 12 to 20 part series to really dive deep i mean when we talk about the first book with with her family and her father dying and then her son dying if this were a if this were a netflix series You could spend an entire season on that. Oh, yeah. And here in book one, because of the nature of the comic book, you sort of have to quickly and most efficiently get that story into people's minds and then move on so that they clearly understand who the character is and why she's such a fucking bitch.
2: (laughs) Well, well, so Dan, am I wrong? No, she is not. She is not nice you know she's she not is that, she she's is that terrible shit, to she's, her
0: employees to the people that work for her and work for her father
2: but she's jaded also man you know what i'm saying She like, is jaded
0: yes you know, of course that
2: that is uh that's one of the biggest things that i wanted to push you know mental health and mm. and and how you deal with trauma um mm. affects who you are personally you know uh, absolutely and, and but but just like you have, you know, scars and, and, and wounds from those things, you can also you can also use those things to become better. Right. Um, right. So but
0: but if you had more time to really parse that
1: out, well, that's going to lead me to my question. And and but two things. So Dan Rubin mentioned a possible annual and I know mm-hmm. you don't know anything about comics. So what an, an no. annual is is a is a, a book in this universe. Right. That comes out once a year, hence annual, and it's mm-hmm. usually two to three times the size of a regular comic book, and it's either will attach to the present story or it will be a side story, uh, you okay. know, explaining maybe a backstory of another character like Ruben was saying. So, like, yeah. I usually love annuals. The Suicide Squad annual just came out, and I'm, I'm reading that right now. It's a nice that she's got she's thick. Um, but what leads me to my question is I love them when they're Do you
0: slap it on your face? When, I do. When you get these comics, do you roll it up like a dick and slab it on your cheek? No, you never you roll can't a You not roll comic. them up. Are you crazy? Roll them up.
2: Don't be rolling on my comic book game, okay? <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't roll it. You know, it got the card stock cover. You know, you don't want to do way, that. You're gonna, you're Ruben, gonna I kept pizza.
0: book one in its plastic sleeve Christine. in my sock
2: drawer. Oh.
0: One, I didn't have any other place to put it, and two, it's the softest, most, you know. Why don't you take out place. some of those
2: bums that are standing behind you back there and put my comic book in a frame? You know
0: what I'm why, are, why are shots fired? <laughs> why are shots fired?
2: So, my why yours would you do that
0: are in a what? Tupperware? Th- these not, Super Bowl winning bums? These guys? I just,
2: I'm just messing Hall with you, man. Of
0: famer.
1: Hall oh, here we go. Famer. Ruben,
2: this is your fault, Ruben. Is Tony Romo up there? Do you have a Tony Romo up there? Eventually. Oh, God. Yeah, by the, the way, job. he's in the College
1: Hall of Fame. That's yeah, Jesus. it's the second oh, yeah. coming of Christ to Dan. There's- but um, I, so for, for I also <laughs> have your uh, books in plastic, but I also have like gigantic Tupperwares just filled with comic books because I want them to be like sealed. And and so yours are in yours are in my special comics one. It's a smaller one. And it's got that's all the, like
2: that's where you got all your good girl stuff in there. too. You're right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but speaking of so this was my question. And I don't know if you even can answer this. Um, but are you looking at the illusion, which as having an ending or are we looking at it as an ongoing like, you know, mm. Batman has been ongoing for what? How many fucking years? You know, are you just going to have an ongoing or is this? No, I don't think. End?
2: No, I think I think Adia's Adia's story is very akin to like what Dan was talking about, a, a Netflix series or or, a, or or maybe the start of a franchise movie. You know, like mm-hmm. me and Casey talk a lot about a lot about uh, about a lot of things. But um, but, you know, anytime we talk about the illusion, which there's, you know, Sarai itself is a living, breathing entity. So yeah. uh, it, it, it itself came from an idea from another book. So, uh, the, the world of Sarai is very much alive and I can go back there whenever I want. Um, but, uh, my, my mission here was to tell a story about Adia. So, you know, I, I, needed like, you know, to Dan's point where you talk about, um, you know, only having so much real estate, only having so much time. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that, that that's where the writing comes in, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if I can make you feel, you know, by the time you turn those pages to where we do move on if like there's a part of you that lingers mentally on what you just went through, I've done my job because now, you know, like shit, she just lost two people. Mm -hmm. And in both instances, she wasn't able to hack it. Right. Like she chose something else above facing that. So that to me was, you know, that, that again with comics, there are certain things that we have to do. Right. And when, when we go, when, you know, Rockwell talks about Batman, you know what I'm saying? Like there's always that setup with the villain in Batman. It doesn't matter who it is, but That's there's true. always that setup. There's always that thing that happens before Batman finds out yep. that this, this person has the first couple plot. pages. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So again, it, it's, it's, it's the format. It's the way things are. Can, can I think that when you experience it as a trade, Sometimes it feels a little bit more, uh, more parsed out, you know, in terms of mm-hmm. a story and pace, uh, just depending on how you read them. But mm-hmm. no, it, Adia's story is definitely not ongoing. You know, there's a beginning, a middle and end. Like there's a story, there's a ride I want you to go on with her. Um, can I come back with her? I don't know. Maybe there's, mm-hmm. there's certain things at the end of that book that that might lead to other things, but, and I love the character. I love Orion, the archer. Yes. That, that Dan showed, mm-hmm. um, I love that character. And, you know, there's things that are going to happen in this story that could easily lead to him and, and, you know, an adventure and, and things like that. And, and again, it all depends on how people feel about it, man. You know, there might be a, there might be people who are like, Hey, I want to, I want a backstory on Baru. where did Baru come from? And then yeah. I'm stuck telling a story about a Destruide a talking Destruide and his family, you know, but <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. I love all the characters, so I'll, I'll happily do it. But, but yeah, I, I think that, that, that it can live on its own in, d- in different things, you know. Uh,
1: that I think that's awesome. And Dan, you know, maybe you're maybe you're a trade reader. Maybe you just find out that that's how you. Maybe that's what you're going to prefer doing. Um, is waiting for a trade to come out and then read the whole thing. So you, it's like a real book. It's just all the yeah. issues in one book. So that way you're, you know what I mean. You're actually like. Hmm.
0: Well, that's fair, but I was reading this feeling like there was going to be a one, two, and three, and then done. And I kind of felt like in order to connect with this character more, I'd really love to dive in more right into her pain. Oh, we're going I mean, to we talk about these, these deaths and how they affected her. And I just felt like, okay, book one, I don't want to say skipped over it. Well, how many books are you looking, looking
2: at? at? Um, Right now? it's, it's open to interpretation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, there's, Mm -hmm. there's some days where I feel like six, right. And then there's other days where I feel like there's a voice like Dan on my show, you know, in, in the back of my head, like, like take a, take a beat, you know, take a moment. Um, but there's, you know, there's, there's so much that's happening in terms of three and four, Right. And, and four, I don't want to give in too much because we're so far away from it. Yeah, don't Please that, don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, it's but fine. it's just it's just one of those things <laughs> where like I understand where you're coming from. And like, believe you me, that there's there's going to be uh, a dive, a dive into okay. her, her pain Good. and like her. Well, that's what I want that and her yeah. seeing, you know, those, those repercussions and, and how those things affected her. And like got she's going to learn from that. Right. So, again, yeah. I got to I got to take you through the highs and lows. And, uh, and, and I think that uh, like, like, like we talked about sometimes 24 pages isn't enough for somebody, especially if they really like it, right? Like if they, if they really enjoy it, then they're going to want that next issue. And that's the hard part about indie comics, right? Because again, you know, I'm (laughs) funding it on my own. I'm doing the Kickstarters now with Behemoth, you know, I go out and, you know, hopefully March, April, May, depending on. On, on on where we end up on the six or eight issues i'll end up making a choice on where we're going to release um and, and what works best for them um but but yeah you know i think that if somebody's reading it month to month to month and you get one two three and four back to back i think by four you're like you're like Fuck, man you're like damn i i understand that here like i get it like now yeah. i see what it is and and i think that it's with issue one and two it's uh it's a lot of world building you know i've got i've got i gotta spin all the plates for you
1: yeah and Then that's at that true.
2: point then mm-hmm. i got to then i then i can then i can slow some things Then there's going to
1: be a key issue you're going to have right. that key where you're just right, like, right.
2: this is everything was leading to this issue
1: right here. Right. <laughs> like, right. And, and doors start
2: to unlock and like everything starts to fall into place. And like as a non-comic book reader, Dan, I can understand your qualms because you're you you like TV, you like movies, you sit there mm-hmm. and you and you get that in one sitting. Right. Comics right. is different. Comic book readers, they they love the month to month. Right. It's called. Yeah, like, it's, it's called. Here's a, it's called a Here's a taste. Right. It's called the turn. Yeah. You guys see my term. posts? You, you know. Right. I, I. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You adore it. I like today. I I went and dropped fucking almost hundred bucks. You know what I'm saying on Damn. comics today. It's um, it's
0: hard because you so created it's, it's, such a beautiful complex character. And 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 I feel like in within the first issue we're just like okay well her you know her dad dies her son dies and we're moving on you're like what no i want more why where's her pain really coming from um but there's a time i mean there's you can only print so many pages you can only write so many pages at once you know i get it so there is that thirst and again my my lack of knowledge about it and of course now that you're picked up of course you can create more but it was just like oh god i, I need more from her i need i need to really dive in deep here you got because him you, you hooked him you created the character she's amazing yeah thank you so god. we i, I just ah, i want to bite yeah, you. Well, we're,
2: we're gonna get there uh, we're i want to bite her there. all right like i'm uh, literally i'm literally gonna take you into her head, like I'm, like it's gonna be, nice. it's gonna be a wild ride. Issue four is definitely issue three is a lot of fun because it's the first issue where linearly we're not going back and forth, right? Like mm-hmm. there, I've I've given you this, you know, what happened, the inciting incident for Sarai and why they need. Yeah, Adia. one and two is more of you a know. setup to the to right. the main event. And now issue three goes linear, and 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 then issue four again, we're gonna we're gonna dive a little deeper into into Adia and kind of stop the action, but. Uh, but again, it's all it's all done for a reason. So yeah. by the time by the time you like you feel one way about her right now, uh, which you were very vocal about, I fucking bitch, which is exactly, <laughs> she is which, she's a rude ass is, bitch, man, which is, which is which is exactly what I was going for. Right. Right. Like that's, right. That that was the, the, the note that I wanted to hit. Like I, and I made a lot of very conscious decisions of letting women, you know, I let my wife read it. Um, I let you know, I I, I asked Uh, a couple of fans, not fans, but friends and and people who have been with me since that I met through the comics world and going to cons and things like that. That's why, you know, fans, but, but she's really a good friend, uh, Mm -hmm. a good friend of mine. Right. So like I asked, you know, I, there were people who I asked, who I respected, and I said, "Would you know? Am I stepping out of line here?" Because again, I'm a guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. You know, like I got I think that's I really important, though. Women. And I don't want to, you know, overstep or, or do something that's that's cliche or whatever. But I really needed to come. I I needed her to come across very, you know, devil wears prada sort of situation. Like this. Like, don't mistake the smiles and the smoke and the mirrors and the tricks as her personality. Like she is very disconnected. She could care less about anybody. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, that's it. Like her, like that, that emotional bucket has ran dry. Right. And she acknowledges it fully. She is well aware of it consciously. So it's not like something that she does like, oh, as as a defense mechanism. No, it's it's done consciously. I've been hurt. I've lost two people who have and, and that has shattered and shaped my world. And the reason why I did it was because I lost my mom and I lost my mom. And it was a fucking nuclear bomb in my life right so it was like i was like how do you how do you how do you navigate that you know what i'm Mm. saying like if you don't have an anchor which i did i had many anchors you know and and that's what you know i'm referring to my friends and my family my brothers those people held me down right like they they helped me through the darkest time of my fucking entire life i've never been through anything harder right Mm. so that was my kelvin that you know my brother mike was Baruch, you know mm-hmm. uh like my 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 best mm. friend roger was 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 Orion, you know what i'm saying like so it was it was like all of these people met and did something for me they were my own fellowship right they were my own little justice league so that's what i wanted to do like i wanted to tell a story of somebody who didn't have those anchors who didn't have somebody to protect her you know what i'm saying as much as james wanted to Sometimes the people you love the most can't get to you. They can't, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it needs to come from another source. So again, Adia, you know, made her decisions. She made her choices and now we're here. So I just really wanted to, you know, show that even though you can completely disconnect, there is an ability to look inside yourself and say, you know what? There's more like, I'm not the one in the hole. I didn't, I'm not the one who died. I can I can do more and I can be more and I'm sure that that's what they want from me. So again, you know, it's deep, it's you know, it's a little sad but it's a story and a message that I felt like needed to be told.
1: Well, the thing is is that when you put yourself into the artwork, the artwork will always be amazing whether it's writing, painting, drawing, whatever the fuck it is. And that obviously shows through in this book and I think that's what yeah. the big takeaway is. But I do have I have one last question and then Dan, I'll leave it to you um, if you have anything else. Um, But my last question comes a little bit from uh, we did Listen Up Casuals last night and we did an episode called Why So Serious. Um, It is now available anywhere you can get podcasts. And um, I've been wanting to ask you this. This is my question I've been waiting for. Um, So last night we talked about reading comics and what we hear. So like when I read any comic at all, that is the Joker, I hear Mark Hamill. Anytime I every time I read Batman, I hear Kevin Conroy. Anytime I read Daredevil, I hear Charlie Cox. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. These are my voices. Who is Baru? You know, like Rocket Raccoon to me is Bradley Cooper. I'm always going to hear Bradley Cooper when I read Rocket Raccoon, period. It's always Bradley Cooper, which is hard because it's you would never have guessed that. Well, sure. But I mean, that's the voice I hear. So, Baru, who am I hearing? Tell me, Ruben.
2: <laughs> so, you're hearing Simon Pegg. Yes. Wow. Thank okay. you.
1: Okay. That's awesome. Wow.
2: I just got goosebumps. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. I just feel like that's his voice. Like, that's what he would sound like. like I'm going to write him down like Simon.
0: Wait, man, Pegg. Hold on. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Is it Simon? Yes. It's uh, S. Pegg. Hold on at
1: Dan's an frontier idiot.com. Yes, <laughs> frontier it's Frontier dot Net at, at Roadrunner dot <laughs> <laughs> um, So, Dan, do you have any final questions for Ruben?
0: Yeah, you, you just touched on that, that sort of human aspect of like him pouring himself into the comic and, and people being able to relate to that. Sure. Because of the story reflects his life in a, in a way. And I, I, I want to make a distinction here that, you know, I don't know what these Batman comics are about. I don't know what these Superman or Daredevil comics are about. But what really, really intrigues me about Ruben's comics is that there is a personal connection. And he just highlighted that for us in real time. He just said his brothers were this, his friends were that. And they, they represent those characters in a, in a very special way. Um and, and him losing his mom and dealing with loss is really what this comic is about, is about adaptation from loss and how someone moves forward. And that is literally connected to the creator of the comic. Yeah. And that's that's special. That's something that that you probably aren't going to get with a Batman or a Daredevil because whoever's not every one of them, but yeah, creating or writing them, they're not necessarily connected to the storyline.
2: No, but I think, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, um, I think, yeah, I'm taking a writing class from Snyder to Scott Snyder. Really? Um, Scott Snyder? Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's doing my
1: favorite books. I believe he did the uh, Batman's The Black Mirror.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He did. I mean, uh, he did zero year. He did, uh, you know, he did, uh, he's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah.
1: Oh, he did um, the court of owls. Yeah. That's
2: right. He did the yeah, court Ameri- of owls. Um, American vampire. Um, no, nah, he's, he's, he's great, you know, which is, he he's done a bunch of stuff. And, uh, one thing that he talked about very early on in the first class was like how he came about with uh court of owls and, and like, you know, he was, he was, he was doing, another batman i can't remember you know know, they have like 50 titles of batman but he was on another batman and then he found out he was going to be like on the main batman run right yeah so um so basically he had to come up with like a brand new story and so on and so forth uh so he said he went home like he went back to new york and i can't remember what borough he lived in or whatever he like he said the street and all this stuff but he said he went home and uh he said he wanted to feel familiar right and uh and then he said when he got there That everything had changed, that he hadn't been there in like years, you know, like literally where he grew up, you know, his old stomping grounds and that it had all changed. Right. And then at that moment, the story of Court of Owls came to him because Batman is what the world's greatest detective. What is it? You know, and what does he know best if not Gotham? Gotham, Right. He knows Gotham the most. And then so that's where the idea, the genesis of that idea came from, because the whole thing of Court of Owls is that it's a mystery that Batman never can solve. Like Gotham is itself a mystery. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it continuously evolves and it came from him wandering around his block and not recognizing like the place that he grew up. So again, something, something as small as that, right. Or something as just, you know, coincidental, like, oh, I went home to feel familiar and I don't as to something as traumatizing as sitting in the room and watching your mom die. Right. And how that kind of that kind of experience led me to believe in my mind, if I would have had a choice. would have I would have I chose what I would have I chosen differently? You know what I'm saying? What have I told Mm -hmm. my brothers? No, you know what? I think I'm going to leave on this day, you know, and go back home because flights and this and that. But no, I decided to stay in North Carolina in that moment. Knowing that my mom's last days were right there and I didn't know when they were going to happen. Right. And I I sat there and I watched it. So the opposite for me was for Adia was what what happens to a person who runs away? Does that fester? Does that poison you the way that me watching my mom did to me fester and Mm. poison me? Yeah. And it was, you know, so again. Like it was, it's kind of like this whole mental journey. So to not take you through this whole depressing situation, I created a fantasy land where she gets sucked to and she becomes a hero. Like she has to become a hero. So there's, so it's not all tears and crying and dying there. You know, I don't want people to be like, damn, I don't ever want to read. This this shit sounds Um, depressing. No, no, there's, there's dragons. There's, you know, Adia is dry and she has a a witty humor and like, she's hot there's, there's three headed demons and crazy spiders. And like, there's all kinds of crazy ass going Adia is gorgeous. And she's going to, she's going to, you know, she's going to kick some ass, but in all of that, she is going to learn that there is still a heart inside of her chest. Mm -hmm. You know, it beats there. You know what I'm saying? And that there's love and there's, there's forgiveness. She just needs to recognize that.
1: I love it. I love it. Well
0: fucking
2: said.
1: I love it. I love this book. Um, and just thank you for uh, for sharing all that with us today. I can't tell you how much we both appreciate it.
2: Yeah, man, I, I love being here. You know, you know, you can have me back whenever you want.
1: And and we plan on it. We're not going to be nice to you, but we definitely want you back. <laughs> um, so with that being said, stay tuned, because when we come back, everybody's favorite part of the show, fuck you, where we groan and gripe because, I mean, we're white and privileged. Serenity now. We'll be right back
0: need more context on your favorite movie
2: is obama
0: obama okay senator obama ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene this is prime like this is perfect quality entertainment check out gutsy media podcast as my friends and i take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films the weakest apple cider bitch beers follow us on twitter facebook instagram and youtube
2: that's gutsy media podcast for everything movies from the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet
0: location near you. We're don'tforgetatowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe. And don't forget, a towel.
2: I I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're gonna hear about
1: it. Yes, you are. Okay, enough with the piano already. That's gonna be my fuck you. God, it's like the Phantom of the Opera, but like after the mask (laughs) comes off, it's Dan, and then the broad definitely leaves. Um, So, so, I'm gonna go first because I want to get this out. Fuck you to the water authority of Monroe County. I'm just going to say it Monroe Monroe County water authority. You can go fuck yourself. I have a leak in my front yard. I did the right thing by calling them only to be stuck with the bill. And they don't care at all. I called I tried to work something out with them and they don't care. They only say we're going to we're threatening you to shut your water off if you don't get it fixed. That is the only answer they could give me was if you don't get it fixed, we're shutting your water off. I have two little kids in my house and you mean to tell me that, you know, if it was that dire, you should send someone out and fix it and then maybe add it as part of my bill. I'll pay that. Right. Some type of subsidized way of doing it. Um, But instead, no, I have to get quote after quote after quote. I work full time. I am having my day interrupted talking to all these plumbers that quote me from 20,000 to 4,000 and everything in between. And it's a full excavation job that I am not qualified for. You know, I have friends in, in different businesses. I've had some electrical work that needed to be done in my house. Luckily we've got uh Josh um, that's been on our show before. Who's done. Yashua. Yashua, who has done so much work on my house and I appreciate and love him. Um, But this is out of a lot of people that I know. Who expects to have this much money just laying around? Um, It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, Fuck you to the water authority. You don't give a shit about anybody um, except for fucking water and authority. Those two (laughs) things is all you really give a shit about, obviously. So fuck you. All right. I'm done. Who's next?
0: I'm going to get mine out of the way because it's stupid and silly, but people who don't understand the concept so they call of your like, penis when you when you use most of an ice tray you should fill it up again right like yeah. fuck you to the person that leaves an ice tray mostly empty <laughs> take a few of those cubes out fill it up put it back in the ice machine that's called a freezer fuck you your pieces of shit and you know, may God have mercy on your soul. Moving Is that on. someone you know specifically? Because when we yeah, lived together, could, could I did that be, all the time. A... Well, yes, you did, but it could be a child that I may may or not may or may not live with right now. I don't know. I'm just saying, in general, the only one tall enough like... to get to the freezer. <laughs> it's a it's a lower uh, freezer that you pull. It's out. a drawer freezer. It's a, it's oh, a, it's, it's the a, one it's you a, couldn't a, afford. It's a teenager <laughs> that likes to put ice in her coffee in the morning and use most of the ice tray so there you have it why don't you get rid of it i mean the the, the ice tray the kid,
1: the kid. Yeah. <laughs> just, just
2: leave a note on the on the door yeah
1: we changed the lock sorry <laughs> good luck to you <laughs> well thank you dan You're thank welcome. you very much Ruben. please regale us
2: um, you know, I, I, I usually have like a lot of anger um, for something, you know, something going on. Um, but in, in general, I'm, I'm, I'm just I've been really happy, you know, just uh, just overall. So I don't have a lot of fucks to give out. But, you know, in, in, in general, uh, you know, I'm, I'm mostly uh, upset uh, just about the way everybody's treating each other. So you know if if you don't you know if you don't have a moment to be empathetic uh, and 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 try to just listen to the next person and understand where they're coming from and maybe try to build a bridge instead of just lighting shit on fire, well then. Yeah, pretty much just fuck you, you know what I'm saying? Like right now at this point, like I don't, I, I I, can't do with that attitude. I can only deal with people who are willing to build. And and I think that that's been a hard lesson that I've had to learn. So if you're not, if you're not going to build and you're not going to add, you know, positivity and something good to, you know, just overall the world and, and, and the people around you, mm-hmm. just, you know, fuck you. Fuck you.
1: Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I, I've been coming to that realization myself, you know, and, and I don't hide the fact that I'm in therapy. Um, but, you know, that's something that we've talked about many times is like, I'm, I'm trying to keep a good positive group around me. Um, and I, like, I, like you said, you know, I, I call it, you know, either get on the train or get off the train, but the train's moving forward. Like we're not moving backwards. We're moving forward. So you can get on with me or you can get off. And, and that's that. Yeah, man, I vibe, I vibe with everything you just said. Hell yeah.
2: um, It's tough, man. It's a tough scenario. You know, sometimes it's hard because it's family or it's friends. But at the end of the day, you just got to – You like, that mentality is exactly right, is you got to move forward, man. You know, you have to move forward because a lot of people are good with just being in one place, stagnant. And for me, especially – and seeing a lot of you, you know, especially you, Dan, all the guys at DFAT, like, everybody's got, like, this drive to – you know really put these shows out really make them the best that they can be really try to make you know the shows mean something and and build an audience and i think that you can't do that with people holding you down and and people being around you like oh there's a bunch of podcasts and how are you gonna like fuck that like i don't need i don't have time for that shit man. or people who are like oh you know i'm we're almost 40 like you know let's just work our jobs and you know just give up on this dream like nah man fuck that like i'm ready i'm ready to do work and um and yeah speaking of of that i just you know i, I just want to commend you guys because this show's fucking great and it was born out of something that was needed right like you, when you guys came on air for the first time it was it was it was a sign of the times essentially you guys were, <laughs> were, were yeah, we, we were ended part. trump's presidency i mean right I exactly.
0: the numbers are really the the truth tellers there the, Our the podcast don't this, and then his presidency
2: ends. I mean, that's ends. the way it works. right. Numbers don't lie. You're right. So numbers don't lie. So I just wanted to commend that as well. And you know, I, I again, I'm humbled that you guys bring me on as much as you do.
1: well, we're we're humbled, my friend, that you are here. Um so thank you again. And I would love if you could take a few moments and plug. Anything that you want to plug right now. Um, And of course, uh, if you're listening and the liner notes below you will be links Mm -hmm. to everything
2: Ruben is talking about. So click them. That's what you do with them links. You click them. Collect that shit. So what are they? Tell um, us, Ruben. So right now I've got me and Casey having fairy one and two. It's live on Kickstarter right now. If you love things like American gods, uh, national treasure, supernatural, Buffy, the vampire slayer. Uh, this book is, is, is right up your alley. It is a globe trotting, uh, massive, epic, uh, mythical creature hunting, uh, Scenario situation, all you know, all mixed up into one. It's it's gonna be huge uh in terms of scope. Uh we've got these, you know, great artists in Rodrigo Catraca. Um PH is back from uh from the illusion which he's coloring the book. We've got Dave Lentz lettering the book. Um, so uh it's just gonna be a great, great, great adventure, uh, all in all. Uh that is live on Kickstarter right now. So again, in fairy a-n-f-e-r-i. Uh, issues one and two are up digitally, physically. We've got original art. We've got shirts. We've got stickers, Dan. We've got all kinds of swag um, for you to pick up. Uh, And yeah, man, I mean, if you just like monsters, mythical monsters, uh, there's like an underlying story with like the first ever family of monsters who's like rising to power and how all of our Uh, Our protagonists play into that. Uh, It's it's going to be a lot of fun. That book also got picked up by Second Sight Publishing, so that'll be hitting comic book stores in March with all new covers. So the covers that are here available on this uh, Kickstarter are not going to be available when they come out in comic book stores so they're so,
0: valuable. Oh, hey, man. Well, I'm not I'm not saying uh, they're valuable. What I'm
2: saying is is that they're exclusive for the Kickstarter. Yeah, but opening. you told me
1: that. You told me that. So now I have to I've, buy them.
2: You know, hopefully as you know as as, our, as me as as me and Casey's trajectory rises then they'll become more valuable and then you can just like get us to sign it, you know, on, on, like, on right. a whim and then you can just sell them on eBay like they never meant anything. There's a to lot that. of potential no matter Get my way, plumbing you know, fixed. how you put it. <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, if we can get your plumbing fixed, let's do it. Let's let's get that done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's sell, you know, let's sell a lot of comics then. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. That's um, an
0: ongoing project though,
2: let's be honest.
1: So, okay, so All in right. Kickstarter is live. Is there anything mm-hmm. else?
2: No, that's it right now, man. I mean, I, we've got Illusion Witch 3 coming. Um, right, um not Rodrigo, but Andrea is working on the layouts for that right now. Hell, that yeah. should hit that should hit kickstarter sometime probably late october mid november maybe just depends on how how in wraps up and how quick we can get that fulfilled uh so i'll, I'll dive right back in for uh for that, that at the end of the year and then you know me and casey have uh, a couple other things brewing uh which we'll we'll, we'll announce you know shortly uh we did show the logo for a newsletter that we're going to be doing called infinite dungeon uh infinite dungeon is just going to be a place where you're going to be able to check out me and casey's uh all of our projects that we do together uh as a writing team so uh and then you're going to be updated uh monthly with just kind of information on what we're doing books behind the scenes art uh Mm -hmm. you're going to get a lot of stuff that that you know, you normally won't, wouldn't get if you weren't following this situation, you know, this newsletter. The spicy extras. Right, exactly. Mm. And um, we're hoping that, you know, eventually we're going to get enough people subscribing there where we're going to be able to start releasing. Uh, it's going to be on Substack. So we're going to, you know, hopefully be able to release ex- Substack exclusive content for the people who are subscribed to the newsletter, um, books that are not going to hit Kickstarter or anything like that, they'll be you know exclusive to that platform and to the subscribers subscribers of the newsletter. So we've got a lot of irons in the fire, so to speak. Uh, we're still trying to pitch Teachers Suck, which is a movie that we wrote. Um, so you know, <laughs> I love that they're, things- they're,
1: they're vampires, right? The teachers that are right. vampires, Teachers Correct. Suck. So yeah, I really, right. I really they love do that. I love yeah. that.
0: Double it's entendre. Sucks. As it cuts, <laughs> oh god, Wayne's World, yeah, I know. Thank you, okay, that's great, man. Yeah,
2: so and then, as always, you can catch me on Twitter, Ruben the Writer, Instagram, Ruben the Writer, Facebook, Ruben Romero. All so, right, dude,
1: well, that's all gonna be below you. So, Ruben, thanks again. No, thank, you.
2: Wow, thank, you. thank you, everybody. I appreciate you. I love yeah, you guys. Down. You're my favorite. <laughs>
1: uh right. so dan dan what do you think i think it's time to roll bruh. all right well <laughs> i want to say thank you to ridley's gaming realm our sponsor um check them out um on facebook at ridley's gaming realm um and as yep. always check out everything on dfat gutsy media podcast towel light talk campfire chats insensitive culture um listen up casuals You'll find me there. You'll find Dan there. You'll find Ruben. The
0: crap from the '80s. I mean, name them all. Seriously,
1: I dare you to name them all. You know what? Star Wars. Star Warriors. Star
0: Warriors. Yes,
1: Yes. never forget Star Warriors. Um, But with that being said, uh, thanks everyone, and you know, try and be kind
0: to each other. Party on, (laughs) wing. They come from butts.